Welcome to Rag Bag. My name's Frank Burton, a.k.a. Lazarus Newman. <laughs> Shh! Okay, my very special guest, as promised, is the actor Benedict Cumberbatch. But there's a twist. I'll play a tune, then I'll introduce you to Benedict. If you're familiar with his work, he may not be quite as you would expect him to be. Enough. <laughs> Stop it.
So I'm here with Hollywood's very own Benedict Cumberbatch, a method actor, as it turns out. Aren't you, Benedict? You hear how he sounds right now? It's very impressive. He's in character, aren't you? I love him. Because he's currently working on a new film. It's a Pixar animation in which he plays the voice of a three-year-old child. How old are you now, Benedict? Three. Very good. And tell me about this new film. What's it called? Wildbees. Strawbees. Okay, I see what you're doing here, mate, but this is your opportunity to promote your upcoming film. I don't think it's actually called Raspberries, Strawberries and Yeah, but if you insist on that being the name, I'll just have to assume you're telling the truth. So just to be clear, Raspberries, Strawberries and Yeah is the name of the film, right? And this is nothing to do with the fact that when you arrived here, I agreed to make you some fruit. Juicy. Let's try a different question. When's the film coming out? October. Now, we're getting somewhere. Although that seems a bit soon, considering the film isn't completed yet and it's CGI. So, do you mean October this year? Four. Right, so it's coming out in four years' time, or...? Over the 4th, which is it? Blueberries. Back to the blueberries, right. Well, once again, let me say, I do appreciate your dedication to the role. You've really embraced this new character in years to come. No doubt you'll be seen as this generation's De Niro. Although, to be fair, he didn't have to resort to doing cartoons in his glory days. But anyway, Benedict, hang tight now. We will be back with you in a little while. I've just got to address this delicate issue surrounding this edition's sponsors. Thankfully, it's not Pipe Smokers Rule OK. I had to part company with them because they were making too much fuss. And I can't be bothered with people who've got an attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. First, right... They didn't like it when I said tobacco products were bad for your health. Then, they objected to me suggesting that tobacco products are good for your health. I mean, I don't actually know. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I'm not qualified to say. But make your mind up. Pipe smokers rule okay. It's a rather silly name, by the way. Rule. What do you rule, exactly? You rule nothing. Anyway, best of luck to you. That's Lazarus talking. This edition is sponsored by Felix Munnery, the saviour of humankind. Felix was 26 years old and working in a call centre when he suddenly realised he was the living embodiment of the great Felix, creator of the universe. He quit his job and after serving his notice period began performing miracles including healing the sick and sawing an assistant in half. He currently lives in a commune in Inverness with 12 wives and growing, currently seeking new followers. All the details on Felix's Facebook page. What do you make of all this, Benedict? I don't know. I mean, really it's the old humble origins story all over again. Jesus was a carpenter and all that. David Icke was a BBC sports presenter. And now here's this new kid on the block, Felix Munnery. I mean, good luck to him and everything. I do wish Felix and his um, 12 wives and growing every success in their career. 
Is saviour of humankind a career? I suppose it must be. Certainly a nice little earner for him. You have to pay a subscription fee to be part of this religion. And you get nothing back for that. Not even a t-shirt. They cost extra. So you can see what he's doing there. I mean, most businesses have got overhead costs like goods and services and what have you. This is neither of those. It's like, give me money because I made you. You are the goods in this little transaction of ours. And you can pay for yourselves. Anyway, good luck to Felix Munnery, the saviour of humankind. Details on the website. You know what kind of annoys me, Benedict? Yeah. Well, you don't know, because I haven't told you about it yet. I'm talking about this whole humble origins story and how journalists like to apply that to people like yourself who've made it big in Hollywood. They'll be like, an Oscar nomination for a market trader's son from Dagenham. And I'm like, you know, hang on a minute. Why can't people from Dagenham do other things besides selling fruit? You know what I mean, Benedict? Yeah. I just don't like what they're implying. They're basically saying, that's weird that someone from a small English town has found success in America because America's like much better than England, isn't it? Much better than England. No one sells fruit there. They all ride around on the back of giant bananas and stuff. Like, where are you from, Benedict? I don't know. Okay, I, I, I forget about that. I need to neutralise my own gripe. Can you pass me that little mirror? I'm going to do this for myself. Uh, that's not a mirror, mate. That's a grape. He's eating it anyway. I'll get it myself. Right, here we go. Just looking in the mirror, listeners. Let's see how this works. Frank Burton, next time you hear the word didgeridoo, that's your gripe neutralised. No more getting annoyed about humble origins stories. Ah. Another quick shout out to John. That's John. I gave him a shout out last time to say I knew what he was up to, but that everything was fine with me. I saw him the following week and he didn't say anything, but he gave me a little nod just to signify. Not a properly noticeable nod, just the tiniest little nod that he'd get away with doing that told me that John had listened to what I had said and that he was okay with it too. So we're all okay. Good on you, that's good. See you at the club next week, yeah? Let's see how this works. I don't know. Let's see how this works. Yeah. Let's see how this works. Funny little remix. Funny little remix. Life became one big popularity contest. And we grew up in the times when things weren't like this. At least we think that things weren't like this. Popularity contest. Popularity contest. Funny little remix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Popularity contest, popularity contest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean, Benedict? You know what I mean, Benedict? Yeah, 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 yeah. Popularity contest, popularity contest. 
Let's see how this works. Let's see how this works.
So last time we took a little look at the self-help book that Lazarus is writing. That's Lazarus Newman, the imaginary character who lives in my head, and has started taking on some rather strange quirks, like writing self-help books. You won't believe some of the stuff he comes out with. Take a look at this. Be the best you can be. He says that at least once on every page. Be the best you can be. You'll never be as good as me, but that's not important. What's important is that you meet the best of your own potential. Yeah, inspirational stuff, Lazarus. Excellent stuff. Here's another little section. I've seen countless people wasting their potential, not through a lack of confidence or self-belief, but simply through lack of effort. Laziness is the scourge of this nation. Jeez, take a chill pill, Grandad. Getting a bit Daily Express, mate, that's not a good look. Imagine, he continues, if we all stopped watching TV, twiddling on games consoles, got off social media and spent just one day accessing our untapped potential, we could change the world. Just in that one 24 hours, so much collective potential just sitting there, wasting away, because we as a society are too distracted to care. Yeah, I see where you're coming from actually. I like the idea of just turning all your devices off and seeing what you can come up with yourself. Not podcasts, mind you. Podcasts don't count, do they? Then, he really puts his foot in it. Remember I told you about my old cellmate, Noddy? He starts talking about him. And he's crossed the line there. He says, Noddy was one of the most intelligent talented and wise individuals he's ever met and he's right he is but it wasn't Lazarus who met him it was me and therefore Lazarus has no right to say what he says next which is that Noddy wasted his life engaging in criminal activity when he could have been the next Bill Gates the next Bill Gates for Felix's sake Lazarus why does everyone have to be the next Bill Gates And how would that actually work in practical terms? If everyone was Bill Gates, it wouldn't work, would it? Secondly, who are you to say that Noddy wasted his life? You examined my memories of him, but clearly you haven't listened to a word he said. Noddy was the best he could be. He was the person he wanted to be. He achieved everything he wanted to achieve in his life, including doing a short stretch in prison just to see what it was like. How many other people do you know who put a short stretch in prison on their bucket list. I'll tell you what, Lazarus, if Noddy had got round to writing a book, it'd be a thousand times more inspirational than your one. You're a joke, mate. You're an absolute joke. I'm entitled to my own beliefs. Oh, you're talking back now, are you? Well, what else do you have to say for yourself? Well, Frank, I believe that in writing this book, I can truly help people change their lives for the better, just like I did. Remember what you used to be like without me, Frank. No concepts of what other people might be feeling. No self-awareness either. I've taught you that. You're a better person now because of me. Well, that's quite a bold claim to make, Lazarus. Who's to say that was you, anyway? Surely we're one and the same person, anyway. We're still in transition, Frank. One day we won't be talking like this because we'll be speaking with one voice. I appreciate that you're not ready to take that step yet. (laughs) Ha ha ha, that step. 
I'll tell you what step he's talking about there, listeners. Officially changing my name to Lazarus Newman. That's what he wants me to do. And I'll tell you what, Lazarus, that's never going to happen. You certainly were going to do it. Well, I changed my mind. For one thing, I think you've turned into a self-righteous nincompoop. That's right, I said it. I said it. And for another thing, Lazarus Newman is a ridiculous name, isn't it, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. And speaking of Benedict, don't think I haven't noticed what you've written about him in your rubbish book. Not only do you have the audacity to bring Noddy into it, you also refer to Benedict as, uh, what was it again? My good friend Benedict Cumberbatch. You're just trying to make yourself look good. It's all an act, one big performance. And for who? Is this for my benefit? I'm not impressed in the slightest. My good friend, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not your friend, Lazarus. And he's not my friend either. Now, I'm sorry to say this to you, Benedict, but I don't really think of you as a friend. I think of you as a fan. I mean, even now, you're sitting there wearing a onesie with the words, You've been watching too many movies, written on it. And I really do appreciate the fact that you've had it specially made. And I appreciate the irony of you, a film actor, wearing that onesie whilst in character. I love you. And I don't love you, mate. That's the way fandom works. You love me and I don't love you. That's not a friendship, but that's the way it should be. Right, well, I'm sorry, mate. I didn't mean to upset you or anything. Me love you. You love me. We were happy family with a great big hug and kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too? <laughs> okay, now that was very sweet. I really do appreciate the sentiment behind it. <laughs> oh, come here, you big seven-foot lump. Hug time. Blueberries? Sure. I'll get you some more blueberries. And as for you, Lazarus Newman, I'm not done with you yet, right? This is not over, but I have a feeling it soon will be, one way or another. Thank you.
times are uh, are changing around these parts. I'm actually going to change my name uh, to Lazarus Newman. Excellent. So I shall call you Lazarus from now on. Lazarus Newman. Lazarus Newman. Excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a joke, mate. You're an absolute joke. You're an absolute joke. Oh, you're talking back now, are you? Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I shall call you Lazarus from now on. So I shall call you Lazarus from now on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crankly, Lazarus, crankly, Lazarus, crankly, Lazarus. Lazarus Newman, Lazarus Newman. Crankly, Lazarus, all of this ridiculous silliness will be quite enough to make me laugh. Oh, 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 
Thank you for listening. Check out frankburton.co.uk for details of my books, A History of Sarcasm and 100. Thank you to Benedict Cumberbatch. Check out his new Pixar film, Raspberries, Strawberries and Yeah, which will be out in just four short years. Put a note in your diary. It's October. We established that, didn't we? October. Until next time, enjoy yourselves. And if you can't enjoy yourselves, then just try not to get on anyone's nerves. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.